You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. You're confident. You go to them with all of your problems. You, you know, you, you are so open and honest with this person. But now you have two people. So now you choose to have half the time you're confiding one person and half the other. I mean, do you only confide in one person, period? Like, do you have multiple friends in which you confide in? He only confides in me. <laughs> I have right my here mother. On the... this is, that's all I need. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, a cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and the ultimate Buddhist clown. Together we chat about sex twice a week, once on Mondays, where we listen to your voicemails and texts, respond to them on the Monday morning after show, and once on Thursdays with a wonderful guest. In this case, we have two wonderful guests on the show. I actually think we had three, just that one wasn't here. We kind of did. We had the Multi-Amory podcast on this week with Jace and Emily. Those are the two hosts of the three. Dedeker is a third, but you couldn't make it. And we get into polyamory like we've never gotten into polyamory before <laughs> are you a convert am i a convert um no i don't think i can handle it i have enough with one guy i can't add <laughs> yeah. it don't add any they more do stress make a to very, my life they do make a pretty strong case for it and they really go into the nuances of what that lifestyle looks like well, so what I, about you i'm looking for one person <laughs> you know like if i can get more than one great but it just one person that i want to spend time with would be phenomenal but what it's interesting is it's not just one sex that they're attracted to they're attracted to both sexes it just has nothing to do really with if you're gay or straight or uh, it's just whoever you're all all bamboozled this seems like very out out of your uh wheelhouse out of your wheelhouse just given the fact that you didn't grow up with this type of thing i just grew up in a very traditional background of you know back in the 50s and 60s even the hippies i don't think believed in that who knows? They might have. They, I, oh yeah. I was there's only ten a whole at that free point. love type of thing going. Yeah, on. yeah. So and I, free love. So polyamory basically is not is not just like open relationship where you're just fucking everyone. Polyamory, for those who don't know, is multiple amory love. So you tend to have multiple relationships where you actually do feel feelings towards other people. And we disc- we discuss in depth. What that means, does it always mean sex? Does it always mean just companionship? Is it a combination of both? Oh, yeah. It, we get into it, the nitty it, goddamn gritty. Yeah. And I know that a lot of people have been talking about like, well, it's, you know, if I'm going to be with one person for the rest of my life, you know, what's that going to look like? How do we keep the spark alive? I think this is one way that people can do it. Maybe. I well, mean, this is, I mean, it, it seems that, yeah, I mean, it's complicated. There are a lot of challenges with this uh, this lifestyle, which we get into. What I'm trying to say is it might be the solution for some, but not necessarily everyone. So before you met with them, you had a preconceived notion of what polyamory would mean as if you were to be involved in it. Did it change after you interviewed them? It opened up some questions for me. Like, for example, do, are your relationships o- overall more shallow with your romantic partners because you're involving other people? That This was a big one that I think we, we got into. I was excited about that. You were excited about that? Yeah. How about you? Did your well, preconceived notions change? I kept thinking that it seems like we're adding more stress 
than ever. And then I also started thinking, well, maybe I am in a polyamorous relationship every time I'm with one of my best friends and, you know, we hang out together. Yeah, it did raise a lot of questions of what's the difference between friendship and romantic relationships. And I'd love to hear what you guys think about that question. What is the difference between a friendship and a romantic partnership? Uh, You know, obviously there's a sexual component that usually goes with the romance, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So if you take sex out of it, what's the difference? Please text us or leave us a voicemail at yes, text mom. That's yes, text mom. That's our voicemail. That's correct. Typically, we explain at the top of the show why we do this podcast. So do you want to take a quick second to explain that for our new listeners? I think this is one of the reasons we do it. So we can learn a lot more about all different types of relationships. So we're not like, okay, society tells us, you know, we we spend time in our teens and 20s experimenting. And then you meet somebody, you fall in love, and you get married, and that's it. They don't teach you anything after that. Any of the alternatives. Any alternatives or even questioning what you're doing yeah. and monogamy is freaking hard look at that so it's a good thing to talk about it and i think that's why we do this podcast i love their response by the way if you love this podcast please join our patreon community what is patreon it's a little community where we get together with other people who uh, agree that we should be talking more about sex a lot of you guys said on our listener survey that you wanted to eventually join that patreon community i think that this is a perfect time to do that Yes, because you know why? We have a little challenge going on. Mm-hmm. Our challenge is if you can get up, get us up to 50 patrons, and I think we're in our mid-30s right now. I think yeah, yeah, we're almost at 40. We're almost at 40. If you, we can get up to that 50 mark, you know what we're going to do. Edible blueberries. Blueberries? Edible uh, blueberry-infused marijuana. <laughs> infused marijuana blueberries. Yeah, otherwise we'll just be eating berries. I am happy so, to be just eating berries. It's so exciting for all our listeners to hear our podcast while we're eating berries and be like, chomp, chomp, chomp. No, really, we are going to... Now, I mean, it's not going to be a big dose because both of us are lightweights, but we will we will partake in some meta... Because we're in California, it's legal. I want to preface um, that. It's way too much time with the blueberries. Okay, well, whatever. You guys... It'll be a funny podcast, so help us get there by joining patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. Also, you get bonus content there. To this episode, we give a whole 20-minute segment uh, on our Patreon page that is awesome. It is well worth it. Yes, so check it out. You can join for very little per month. Uh, and if you if you just want to help us out in a, in a subtle way, not so subtle on our end, you can leave us a, a review on the iTunes store Here's a beautiful one that I read. Let's hear it. Short and sweet. It just says, awesome, five stars by Saka B. Helps me slide through Monday morning blues. You guys are awesome. See, this is what makes our day. I want to help you slide through those Monday morning blues. Yeah, we can slide away. Slide in there. Monday morning blues. Why do we have Monday morning blues? We shouldn't. Well, mainly because you drink on Saturday night and you feel it on Monday. What about Sunday? Sunday, you're in recovery mode, but it usually takes two days to. You, to you get look past like it. you're recovering right now. I am recovering from our live show that we did at the Hollywood Improv, which was a freaking blast. Thank you to everyone who came out to that. Yeah, you guys, you have to see some of these live shows because you're missing out. You're missing out on some hilarity. All right. On that note, I think we need to let them have it, Moot. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and loving everyone in polyamory. Oh my God! I stunned myself there. See what happens when you're hungover? Stunned. Jason, Emily, welcome to the show. Woo! 
Thanks so much. Why, we're thank you. Absolutely. We're very to have you. We finally made this happen. I know. Yeah, I didn't realize that y'all met at Patricon. We That's did. That's awesome. Yeah. That's where you looked familiar the whole time. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that guy. I think I know him from somewhere. That's I'm amazing. Like, first, I thought it was movie star. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Just podcast star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> podcast star. Well, you guys are podcast stars. You host the Multi Amory podcast. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what is Multi Amory? How'd you choose that name? Uh, that this it was your fault as it, yeah, all well, of the names are <laughs> so when when we started our show it was a podcast about polyamory uh, it's it's since kind of broadened a little from there but there's kind of this joke that floats around on the internet every year or so where someone says oh you know my professor said that polyamory is wrong and i started to get mad at them and they're like no cuz Poly is a Greek root and amory is a Latin root and you can't put the two together. Uh, it should either yeah. be multi-amory or polyphilia. Oh, wow. So and we weren't going to call our show polyphilia. polyphilia. <laughs> well, <laughs> very perverted. The funny thing is, though, when we were starting it, polyphilia was taken and multi-amory uh, was not. No way. So go figure. Who there you go. Polyphilia podcast. Uh, They've nobody. still never put anything there. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. But it was they just bought like the a, domain name or like something? dating and social networking site for huh. poly people oh. um, but it, they still haven't launched it as far as i know yeah. I, I was always very upset that the mime cast was already taken <laughs> what's that mime <laughs> cast mime, mime oh mime yeah. oh yeah because you're a mime, mime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. i just thought it'd be funny to do a mime hosting a podcast clearly you just hear him banging into shit exactly <laughs> oh i love that oh my gosh that's, an exciting. that's amazing yeah. yeah but mime cast is already taken and it's not that good Anyway, all right. Love it. We're excited to have you guys on the show. Thank you so much. Very long introduction. Okay, so you are polyamorous, correct? So he is. Actually, I am not anymore. Oh, yeah. Emily is not. Yes, but I was for uh, quite a while. Several years? Yeah, three, maybe four years. Yeah, um, and Jason and I were together monogamously initially and then we became polyamorous after about a couple years oh wow and then dedeker came into the picture started dating jace then the three of us started dating each other and our podcast happened during that time born out of that indeed what would you call it a triad or correct yeah a triad not cam very impressive Oh, you're welcome. Terminology. Yeah. Thank you, no, there you go. Yeah, yeah, well done. Well, yeah. I did some research too, and I got oh. very confused. I was like, well, it's, you know, someone, <laughs> someone like, well, it's polyamory, so, and it's poly, and then it's multi, multi, multi. When you were growing up, than, were there any of these terms? Hell no. Really? What about <laughs> like know. open or just, uh, I don't know. Our open marriage. Maybe. Yeah, open marriage, well, exactly. Open marriage will be that. But very few people I knew were openly married. Yeah. yeah. Openly married. Openly <laughs> openly not married. No, <laughs> most of the people I know are cheating on their spouses. Yeah. You know, right. If that's going to be the case. So that's so, non-consensual, yeah. non-monogamy. It's consensual on, on one part, party's so, part. So non-consensual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definition. <laughs> it's like, are you monogamous? My wife thinks we are. Oh, you know, geez. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That's not what we're doing here. So yeah. you guys really really have experienced at all yeah, you've been I, monogamous you've been polyamorous you fit you've, you've been uh you've been in a triad mm-hmm. so and you're in your 30s yes yep we have both yeah. in our 30s experienced a lot more life than i have <laughs> yep. i don't know about that we don't have children and you do oh that is true yeah hello there you hey. go so, and so you're jace you're currently in a polyamorous relationship yes uh yes yeah exactly i still identify as polyamorous 
Um, and I'm in a relationship with our other co-host who unfortunately couldn't be here today. Um, because she's spending this week in Northern California with a partner of hers who lives in Singapore. Do you have other partners too? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I have, I have just two, I have Dedeker and one other partner, Caitlin. Um, but at other times I have had more partners or, or less. Sometimes I've only had just one. Um, but it's, but yeah. And then they also have other people that they date or other partners or kind of whatever. What are your feelings? Like just knowing that she's with another partner right now. Um, I mean, it's fine. You know, I think Alex actually, is awesome. Alex yeah, is great. He's first super of great. All. Yeah. You even, you know, the guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We all went out to dinner on Tuesday. Yeah. You guys don't do like the whole orgy thing. No, no. And that's a common misconception. I'm we, just wondering. I, actually, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking that you were. I'm just curious yeah. as, as, if that may be something you might do in the future. Uh, I mean, it's, I have been to orgies before or <laughs> Damn, sex parties never, or play I've parties or whatever. Really? Well, you gotta, well, you'll have to make that happen. It's not too late. <laughs> I like the way you say that. It's not too late. Um, My but, mom is trying to but get that's, in on this. But that's um, by far like the, the minority of the experience. Like most of polyamory is just the fact that you have multiple relationships at the same time. And they may not even be sexual. Uh, potentially, yeah. I had a partner for a while where our relationship with each other was basically asexual like we were romantic with each other and very sweet with each other but just didn't didn't really have sex together not because we couldn't or it just kind of wasn't part of our relationship i kind of like that with a lot of women (laughs) there you go you know if you you think about it i mean sometimes i'm very super close with one particular woman or more but you don't have sex but there there is a difference here like this is a romantic relationship that you're describing, yeah. right, Chase? Right. And yeah. what you're describing seems, I imagine, is more of a friendship. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's a but funny question, the, what though. Is, think about what's what's well, the difference, yes. right? Yeah. What's the difference between a friendship and a romantic relationship yeah. besides sex? I don't Especially know. If, you, if there's other people right? involved. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, if there's other people involved, it's not like you have, like, one bestie that, you know... Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing. You identify as polyamorous, but I think you also identify as relationship anarchist, which is something. (laughs) Cam's face right now. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Relationship anarchy as opposed to like you don't believe in relationships? No, not at all. That's not. (laughs) I mean, no, not at all. Gosh, that was a confusing way to say that. That's not what it means. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you tell them what it means? It's gosh. I'm going to give you like the super short version. Basically, the idea behind relationship anarchy, it... It was originally created by um, a queer community in Sweden, actually, that kind of invented this term and kind of codified it, not codified it. Well, made a manifesto. Yeah, kind of figured out what it is. And essentially, it's the idea that they wanted to sort of enforce, gosh, I'm picking all the wrong words right now. They want to have the idea that each relationship between two people, meaning any relationship, like you and I, Cam, have a relationship because we're relating to each other right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Karen Lee, we have one right it's now. It's so hot right now. Right? There you go. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that each of those relationships are defined by us. Like, we get to define that, whatever it is. And just because I might be romantic with Dedeker doesn't mean that I have to prioritize her over you all the time. Mm -hmm. Or because I'm romantic with someone doesn't mean I have to have sex with them. Or because I have sex with someone doesn't mean I have to have X, Y, and Z other things that go along with it. That you have to live with them, that you have to marry them. That Yeah, again, because we kind of put, we put that... uh, 
on relationships often just that like one thing equals the next yeah, essentially right. like okay i you know um in a relationship with this person and I spend a huge amount of time with them. And so therefore that means that I need to eventually move in with them. It's that the I bo- need it's to like the bottom bitch. Well, Oh, well, sure. <laughs> sure. What? Or then I need to like move up the relationship escalator with them instead of like doing those things that I guess society has put pressure on us to do within our relationships. You're sort of deciding for yourself, like what you want those relationships to look like. Like you could, for instance, in a relationship, anarchy, kind of situation you could have a kid with someone and raise that kid with like your best friend um as opposed to someone else i don't know yeah, yeah like or your you romantic partner doesn't exactly. have to be your romantic partner necessarily and you don't need to live with your romantic partner or with the person you're married to instead you could live with someone else but yeah. who do you actually sleep with like who does the <laughs> who do you have sex with who do you, no wait do you, do you li- mean sleep who, or who do you sleep in a bed with like who snores <laughs> I can tell you that I got someone that snores. I can actually see being a relationship anarchist as well now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it depends. Um, so for me personally, um, I spend usually about half of the year or so with Dedeker um, living together. We'll, we'll travel a lot together or she'll stay with me here in L.A. or we'll you know, be, be somewhere else together. But then the other part of the year, um, I just lived with my roommate here in LA. Um, they have a really deep connection as well. No, a, you guys a, have a great relationship. Is that a male or a female roommate? A uh, male roommate. Well, male and female roommate. It's a couple oh, gotcha. that are, mm-hmm. that are my roommates. Um, but yeah, it's for me personally, it's not like I don't have a home that's like, this is our home. And so whoever lives in this home with me is the most important person. But a lot of other people do who are polyamorous. You know, you can choose to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people have a more like hierarchical standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. So in other words, you don't believe monogamy. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think monogamy is great for some people. I think it can be a really romantic and powerful thing. I think the problem is that most people never choose it. They just take it because they think it's the only option. Mm. Right. Right. And for me, like I, I was in a romantic relationship with Jace for a number of years and also Dedeker. And then I started dating someone else and I decided like, we all kind of decided like, this is the person who I want to be with at this point. And I ended my romantic relationship with Jason Dedeker and Josh and I, who I live with now, he and I um, were polyamorous for a while. We dated other people, but then over a period of time decided that the best place for our relationship was a monogamous place. And so that's currently what we're doing. So why? Um, I think because, uh, it, it was, it's a challenging thing for him to be polyamorous and he is more monogamous at heart for sure. What was, what does that look like when it's challenging? I, I think it's challenging in the way that a lot of just the idea of polyamory is challenging for a lot of people in general, that it's hard for, it's hard from a standpoint of looking at things like jealousy, looking at things like how, you know, I want to feel the most special and the most important. And it's challenging to see my partner with someone else and know that those things, you know, intrinsically are there or, Mm. or if they're not, or if like I have to change my entire viewpoint of what a relationship is, some people don't want that. How did it make you feel when he was, when he basically said, I'd rather this be monogamous. It was a a challenge initially. I think it was the the relationship trajectory was heading in that direction for sure. Um, Through a series of 
just a lot of things that occurred in our relationship, good and bad. It kind of was moving in that direction. And that was and over the course of a while, right? A long time. Like yeah, a like year a year. Or so no, like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, because we've been together now for almost five years also. Like okay. the yeah. our relationship started when the podcast kind of started, like right. a month afterwards. So I think with all of that, yeah, it just has moved in that direction. And it, to a degree, like also to, I think, kind of, put it back to a base level of like, okay, here we are because we hadn't really ever been monogamous mm-hmm. until we decided to be. Cause when I started dating him, I was with Jason Dedeker and yeah. I also had a couple other people in so the picture. So he knew what he was getting. Yes. Right. Yeah. What about between you guys? So you started as monogamous couple yeah. and mm-hmm. then what, what point was there like one day we're like, <laughs> let's do this thing. Let's, well, we let's... broke up for a week. Uh-huh. We, yeah, we broke up and then, and then after a series of still living together and being uh, like, it, it, I guess kind of like having good relationship talks with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you broke up for what reason? Uh, I think any reason that anyone does. Like, well, it was, that's a good question. The yeah. way that, that she described it to me was at the time was this like, I'm happy. Like nothing's bad here. This is, this is a good relationship. I, I love you but there's like a certain passion or something missing in my life. And that's Mm. something I want to have in my life. And so I feel like we should break up. Um, And, you know, I was like, yeah, like I've, I've been kind of feeling the same Mm -hmm, way. I get mm -hmm. that, but let's not maybe rush to just like, now we break up and never talk again. Yeah. Um, and we were living together at the time and had pets together and stuff like that. So it's just yeah. like, let's, a lot of let's take together. it slow. Yeah. Let's take it slow. And we, yeah. we broke up, but still lived together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a week later yeah. when we were just like, Oh my God, you're so hot. And it like all of a sudden was <laughs> all that back passion and it's comes like, back. okay, well let's try something else now. So oh, wow. yeah. eventually you've... got us to Wait, polyamory. Whose idea was it to try something else? Well, you have been, you've known about polyamory for a while. I didn't know about it when we started. But you knew about it in, what, Stranger in a Strange Land. That's like your gateway book. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I'm writing that down. What is it? Stranger? Stranger in a Strange strange Land. land. Yeah, I gotta write that one down. It's an old sci-fi book from like the 40s, I think. Yeah. Um Anyway, that's not about polyamory at all. Oh, I polyamory say, didn't exist until like, the 90s. Like the term like didn't Trek. exist till the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, you... you I just, like learned about it from someone that I went on a date with oh, while yeah. we were doing an open relationship. That's true. Oh, so it started wait, 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 open. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, back up. Okay. You no, I thought during that up. week... I thought during that week you literally met this person and went on a date with them and she was uh, right. in... Yes. Yeah, During that week we were broken up, you're right. polyamorous, yeah. And you yeah. were like, oh, this sounds kind of interesting. So then got a couple books. I was yeah. reading one of them, you were reading the other. Yeah. And kind of eventually... Yeah. Through that, <laughs> ended up at polyamory. And then two years later, we decided that we were proficient enough at this that we would make a whole podcast about <laughs> it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, relationships right. are so it. freaking hard. Yeah. To open it up to add more relationships, I think is like a hornet's nest. It's like, what the hell did I do here? I guess. Thoughts I don't know. on that? I, I don't know. I didn't. Yes, obviously, there are parts of having multiple relationships that are really, really challenging. But when you're polyamorous also, I think that your mind expands into things that you wouldn't have thought of previously just within the confines of monogamy. And I think because of that, it, it puts, 
it just it gives like a different idea of like what relationships can look like and what they are and your like how much you own the other person in set in a sense mm. like how much yeah. the other person is yours to have only because when you look at it from a polyamorous standpoint like they're an autonomous person and you're an autonomous person and you're not entitled to anything necessarily of them you're entitled to you know, the things that the two of you dis- decide to do together. And so I think from that standpoint, like it just kind of changes your idea about the relationships that you're in in general. Hmm. I mean, I understand like the whole, I can have sex, I can separate sex and love. I can, yeah. I mean, I could, I can think of, well, I could see doing like uh, a threesome, even, a, you know, especially if he was in the room or something like that. I could see that that probably wouldn't make me jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a pretty confident person. I can see where it could be annoying. Cause it's like he's spending too much time with her. I'm sitting here by myself. But in in general, I think that concept of like having sex with other people, that's not really what I'm thinking would be the hard part of the relationship. The hard part would be like, oh, why is he taking her out to the movies? every night this weekend I'm sitting at home sure that part would be difficult for that me that can be difficult yeah. absolutely and what would happen if like he just like said you know what I really like her I want to be with her mm-hmm. and you know you're fun too but I, I'm going to take a pass I knew right now I mean it's hurtful so you know I guess why open Pandora's box Do well can I on that? Yeah, can please. I can I ask you a hard question yeah what's stopping him from doing that right now I guess the fact that you didn't try it, you know, I mean, I'm just saying if you don't try it, you, it's like opening the Pandora's box. If you don't know what you're missing, then you, right. probably, you know, because are you not at all concerned like the Denneker no, is going to like decide mm, I'd rather spend more time with so and so and less time with you. I don't want to go to Japan this year. <laughs> I mean, sure, things can fluctuate from time to time. But if you think about like your example of say you're in a monogamous relationship or you're married or whatever, and your partner starts to connect to someone like a coworker that they're really connecting with, um, the only way that they can explore that is to start being a little bit sneaky maybe and exploring that. And if they think there might be something there, their only option is cheat or break up with you. Or just don't explore it and always wonder and hope what it could have been. Or hmm. or just like say, oh, I'm going through a phase right now. I don't really need to explore it. Because sometimes sure. like the sure. fantasy. Repress. the Well, it, but like I've been turned on by certain people in my life. And I almost feel like the fantasy of having sex with this person probably would be way mm. better than the actual yeah, sure. It, that's true. Know? Yeah, that's possibly. True. So <laughs> that's just true in general. Just like yeah. leave that fantasy where it is. Yeah. Um, but but then if you think about something like polyamory, where say I have a partner who does start developing feelings for someone, they could go on a date there. And if they do decide, oh, I do want to be romantic with this person, they don't have to break up with me to do that. Yeah. And I think that's something that people tend to think of polyamory as being like more likely to break up. And I actually feel like it's the opposite really? from my experience because oh. it the your options aren't so black and white. Yeah. It's not like if... If I find someone I'm interested in, then, well, that means that it, this person isn't the one and or I right. shouldn't be in a relationship with them. It's instead yeah. like, well, you know, I'm I'm interested in this person. Let's see where that goes. What what I also used to say is like 
each person brings out a different facet of who I am because you think about it when you're around your friends like you might be around this person and you know you guys always have fun together you might be around this other totally. person and you have deep philosophical conversations this one this, I go to the movies with exactly this one I don't. the same is true in relationships so you get to explore different facets of who you are through the lens of each of those relationships so do you guys both think monogamy is dead no, no, no not I at mean, all. clearly it's she's, not. She's doing it right Yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. No, but so are you resentful that you're monogamous? No, definitely not. No, I think I am. I can view my relationship, um, knowing all of the things that I learned from polyamory, and it it enables me to feel less like I'm entitled to things within my relationship. I'm entitled to my partner's time. I'm entitled to hmm. whatever. Instead, it's like if he really wants to do these things with me, that means he really wants to do them. And I have to trust that. I mean, I will say like doing our podcast, there's so many things that we talk about where I'm like, fuck, like that is what, you know, if I did all of these things, that would mean like I was a really perfect partner. And that's definitely not what we are, what Mm. any of us are. (laughs) It's like easier to, I guess, yeah, do not always do the things that we say on the podcast. And instead, like we probably are just striving to do that from time to time. But I do think that I've learned like a ton from just being on the podcast and being in a polyamorous relationship and that is brought into my monogamous relationship now. So is marriage to you guys uh, ancient construct? Not necessarily. I think marriage can be used for a lot of awesome. A lot. It's a tool in a lot of ways. You're smiling. Uh, yeah, it's just it's something we've talked about a ton. We've yeah. debated over the years. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, like I know a lot of polyamorous people who still feel like getting married is a really important thing that they want to do in their life. And that's great. Unfortunately, they can't do that with multiple partners. So yeah. people will, you know, try to like, they'll create a corporation like together to yeah. try to secure some of the rights they could have gotten by getting married. Because hmm. um, mm-hmm. like in our in our country, we have, there's something like, Oh, it's a, there's like something 200 like two, and something. No, yeah. like 2,000 oh, really? rights Jeez. that you get yeah. by being married. And really? only like a quarter of them are obtainable any other way besides getting married. It's it's wild. It's I a know. wild no system. Yeah. 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 I just know it's a pain in the ass to break up marriage <laughs> yeah. to get divorced. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And even like the tax deductions that you get just from being married. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's a big huge. one is having children who gets custody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you, you said earlier on your podcast that you were not intending, I'm talking to Jace yeah. now, yeah. you were not intending to have children. Uh, for me personally, no. Yeah. Does that relate to polyamory at all? No, totally unrelated. Okay. Yeah. That's just an entirely unrelated personal choice. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys grow up in like open-minded background homes? I yes. didn't. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, she did, but I didn't. My mom had me out of wedlock and she had an affair with my father who was married and had two kids. And that's oh, wow. how I'm here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so yes. she can't judge you. <laughs> no, but she did. Really? She definitely did. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How did you handle that? It was rough. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, initially. But then I, you know, I, we, we had a lot of talks about it. And I think uh, she came around a bit. But I think her ideal of like what love is, is between two people. Hmm. And even though she never actually has done that, like for real, (laughs) like she's not married now. She's been single for uh, 15 years 
at least, you know, God, maybe more than that. Yeah. Um, I think that she's still like her ideal for me is to have me be with one person. Yeah. And I can imagine for someone who has that value Mm -hmm. and does not seem to be able to, you know, access it for herself, Mm -hmm. seeing it in you Mm -hmm. can then trigger a lot of emotions for herself being like, well, why the fuck can't I, you know? Sure. That's Mm -hmm. a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cam, the psychiatrist Other... here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. great. I, I am curious about this idea of like whether more relationships will lead to more problems. Like M- more relationships, more problems. That's exactly <laughs> it. That, yes. that, that's my theory. That's my theory. Uh-huh. I think it's tough. Like, you know, like what was that movie? I mean, it can. What was that TV show with the Mormons? They. Oh, big love. Big, big love. love. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot. There was a lot of drama going on in that show. Well, that's how they like to per- portray. Well, it. First of all, it's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but second of all, in that situation, like I think that would be complicated, where well, everyone's poly, living yeah, together. Poly, uh, what? Jeez, Andre? No, it was the opposite of polyandry. Polygamy. Polygamy. Yeah. yeah. So, so polygamy in that case, it's one man married to multiple women. They don't get to date or marry anyone else. They don't date each other. Like they're all just connected to him and they all live together. And like, yeah, that sounds fucking complicated and <laughs> yeah. also not very fair yeah. to be honest. No, not at all. <laughs> it sounds like kind of a shit deal for the women in that situation. Um, so I think that sure it can be complicated just cause relationships are, but I, at least for me, I have not found it to be any more complicated as I think sometimes people think polyamory. It's like, if I think about, how much goes on in one relationship that I have where I'm spending, you know, every single night with them every week. And, you know, we, we get, we're really intense and sometimes we'll have fights and sometimes things will be good. And there's always like, what's the next step? And like, they, they kind of take that and they multiply it by two right, or three. Right. And yeah. they're like, how, like, how could you ever do that? <laughs> right. How could you have a job and do that? Yeah. 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 And I think that's the difference is it's the relationships don't look the same. They yeah. are a little bit different. So partly because of time. Do yeah. you think that it, is it's is it a bit more i don't want to say shallow but is it like not as um intense yeah uh no i mean um, both of your relationships are very intense yeah yeah both of my relationships are very intense and, and very, i think Dedeker's as um, well yeah and very very loving long term and whatever i've also had some more casual relationships too but i think that's relationships you know I, I, sometimes they're really deep and sometimes they're not yeah i'm just wondering if like like okay so the person that like you're confident you go to them mm-hmm. with all of your problems you, you know you you are so open and honest with this person but now you have two people so now you choose to have half the time you're confiding one person half the other mm-hmm. and then so does that but by not should well do it, you does only... that feel the case like I might be completely off base here in, in <laughs> imagining that scenario. I mean, do you only confide in one person? Period. Like, do you have multiple friends in which you confide in? You only confide in me. Great oh, well, question yeah. as well. <laughs> it's I all right here on this. Is, that's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's that's a great. It's a great way to look at it. Like, of course, you, you have like yeah. that kind of. I think you don't realize, but you're in a polyamorous relationship. I'm in a triad. In you're, a way, you're in a triad with you and sexual triad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's two best friends are a couple. Oh, and there I you spend go. Night and day with these people. He's a throuple. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, and it goes back to the question: What is the difference between a romantic relationship and a friendship? You know. Yeah. I don't. I still haven't figured out that answer. Yeah. And so, I because so I don't Cam, think there you're, is. You're, you are multi-amory. Yeah. 
I am <laughs> you're multi You are multi I love well, that. Yeah, yeah. I am multi amorous. Exactly. That'll be our new ad campaign. You are, you are. If you looked in the dictionary, there's a picture of Cam. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I guess to answer my own question, I do bring certain things in my life to one of them and mm-hmm. certain things my, to the other because I right. know that they each have their own strengths and, yeah. you know, I, I would, and sometimes it brings to both yeah. and, and get both their perspectives. So, yeah, I guess it, it wouldn't be just like, if I didn't have one of them, I would just right. spew all the shit on the other. Yeah. I think there's also this, I guess, kind of common misconception that depending entirely on one person is somehow more romantic. Mm. Um, and this, that's actually something like in a lot of, in a lot of really good relationship advice for monogamous people is to not expect your spouse to be everything. Yeah. It's like, the whole is that, I don't, that's good or bad. And that's a good thing to, yeah, to, I'm, a, I'm in that one. I'm, right? I'm not, I mean, Cause if they're the one who's like keeping you accountable to your diet and making sure you do the things you said you were going to do and like being your policeman and your trainer yeah. and I don't want to fuck that person. It's like, no, I want my best friend to be the one who holds me accountable about going to the gym. And I want this other friend to be the one like my coach to help me like, work on my goals yeah. and then I can actually focus on having a romantic relationship with my partner. Yeah. You know, it, this whole idea of like when I grew up, it was like, just get your MRS degree, get married. Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't even worry about what you're going to be. You could just make sure you married a wealthy guy so you can take wow. care of you and we can yeah. raise the kids and that whole thing. And I did all that. Yeah. And it's so different. I mean, like, and I, and I was like a Mrs. So-and-so, you know? Yeah. I never want to be a Mrs. Anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, I, and I mean, you know, really, I don't know why anybody would. So, do you think your <laughs> viewpoints have changed as well over time? Dramatically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even go. believe in the concept of marriage anymore. Well, there you go. Yeah, I live with a man, but I don't believe in. I mean, he'd want, probably want to get married to me, but I always say no all the time. But it's yeah. just like <laughs> I, I've been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Do can we talk a little about your triad? Sure. With yeah, sure. Yeah, when the three of you guys were together, did it, did. First of all, why did you choose to create that arrangement? I mean, because I was also really attracted to Dedeker, <laughs> and she kissed me one day, and that was nice. Wait, did you consider yourself queer at any point before? Oh the... yeah. Okay, so I'm you very knew it. Queer. What 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 <laughs> yeah. age did you know that you prefer both sexes? Long, long time ago, and it was something that I struggled with, uh, kind of coming to terms with for myself. But yeah, no, I mean, I've always been into women, always. But I I definitely. I've heard the narrative of like, well, if you're bisexual, like you're actually just gay. Or if you're bisexual, like you're kind of holding out. You have to decide eventually which sex you actually like more. And that's Mm -hmm. complete bullshit. It's like what I grew up with. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Since I do my podcast, I don't think that way at all. Sure. Yeah. That is definitely the an old notion. Yeah. Yeah, But I bet it's still popular notion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah it, it still is. It's like if you're a bisexual guy, it's like you're actually gay and you still have one foot over the fence. And if you're a bisexual woman, it's like, oh, you just like to have some fun, but you're really straight. Yeah, right. just girlish fun. Katie, Katie yeah. Perry type of it's, kissing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. But no, no. And so it kind of, I mean, Dedeker's amazing. And and we were in a relationship. You guys were in a relationship. And so, and I was in a relationship with you. And so it kind of grew out of that. Um yeah, and it was good. And that's like every guy's dream. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it was great. They also had other partners too. Like yeah. it wasn't just like the three of us became this closed thing. Mm. Yeah, no, it wasn't um, polyfidelitous. 
That's the term for that, yeah. That, yeah, I know. That was oh, what I was Molly, yeah. Molly there's, a, there's a lot of terms. Uh, we'll try not to overwhelm you with yeah. them. Do you remember a moment when there was a lot of jealousy that was raised? Sure. No, uh, between the... I'm trying to think between the three of us, not really. Although, I mean... A bit. I think that, yeah, there, Dedeker was, Dedeker and I were both in a relationship with um, someone together, not in a triad, but we both were in a relationship with another person. Was it a guy or a girl? A guy. And uh, things got a little rough with that whole configuration. And uh, What do you mean? Like, who who, like who he, was upset? He had a lot of sort of jealousy and insecurity that came up surrounding you yeah. surrounding me. Um, and partly I like it also coincided with him, like having lost a lot of money and a bad investment. And like, so his personal worth was a little bit oh, down, wow. I think, which, yeah. which added to that. But his response to being jealousy or to being jealousy, to being jealousy, I am yes. jealousy. Uh, <laughs> his response to that was to really try to control Dedeker yeah. oh, um, wow. and like limit her time with me and things like that. And then I got definitely like in response to that, got jealous of her but, then choosing to let him do that. And oh, then wow. I got, and then on my end, I was seeing how much these two men that I was with were fighting and being upset over this person that wasn't me. Wow. So I, I got to meet this Dedeker. She sounds like yeah. unbelievable. She is unbelievable. <laughs> she's amazing. Yeah. But, I mean, but, be, but what makes her so unbelievable? I mean, she's intelligent. She's gorgeous. She's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know, but yeah, she's super great, but you know, but it, that, I don't even think that was what it was about. No, though. it was just on that end. Like it, there was a lot of anguish happening over there between the three of you and I felt left out sure. and in the middle mm-hmm. of all that, I met Josh and oh, then wow. there was a person who, you know, because we were going through a bunch of NRE, new relationship energy. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Because we were going through a bunch of that, it also like heightened the emotion of like, well, I'm finding solace in this other person. Maybe I should leave this behind. Oh, and wow. That is eventually what I did. But like in that, in that situation where he was, his response was to try to be kind of more and more controlling of Dedeker and like limiting her time with me and what she was allowed to do with me and like things like that, that, you know, my response at first was to kind of pull back like to, or to, to pull also to try to be like, no, like, you know, you, we have a relationship too. like spend time with me. And that there eventually came a point though, where I sort of was like, Hey, this, this isn't, this isn't okay for me. Like the fact that you're, canceling on me for plans with someone else or whatever it is. And I'm not going to keep pulling and trying to like force you to do this. If you don't want to do this, Mm. those weren't exactly the words I used. And this was probably over the course of several times of talking, but she's said since then that for her, that was the big change. It was like the two women fighting over the baby in the Bible. And, and that King says, well, I'll cut it in half and you each get a half. And the one who says, no, 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 she can take it. Yeah. And the one who says, the one who says, no, she can take it. (laughs) Yeah. Is the real mom because she wants the baby to live more than she wants to have. half. I got chills. Yeah. So it's, it's, oh. It was kind of that situation there. So you were the mom in that scenario? <laughs> was, Dedeker was, was the baby? He, he yeah. was the good mom. That's exactly yeah. what that was. Yeah. So, so <laughs> are you a and, I, and then I got my baby back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. You yeah, got you your did. baby, you won. But, but uh, you were not attracted to men. 
Uh, no, I am. I have I have dated men. I mostly date women. Um, I don't know if that's just out of habit. Um, no, or... but the guy that uh, you... I did not <laughs> date him, no. Okay. Yeah. That would have solved things too, maybe. <laughs> like, oh. we, we, we tried a threesome to solve that, and yeah. that didn't, didn't go work. so well. No, that just yeah. led Let's to more upsetness. Yeah. <laughs> was, 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 was everyone like very much like, okay, we're going to check this out. Yeah. We're going to see if this no, works. Yeah, why swords. did y'all do, do that? This. It was his idea um, of as sort of oh, like... Yeah as a God. as a thing to do for her because yeah. um, he knew she would be into it and she was but then she wasn't into like how much he freaked out about it afterward and you know was was much, insecure who, about it who, he, he did afterward oh, see, of just kind of did you like it insecure uh no it's it it was just awkward it was weird yeah. mm. you know it wasn't a fun experience it was more for a show i've had better threesomes i'll tell <laughs> you that <laughs> do you put in your profiles like i know okay cupid i'm interested in you know, polyamory or anything like that. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's, that's how you find like-minded people. Yes. Yeah, I think that's part of it. Okay, Cupid has also in recent years like added a lot of options for specifying that in your profile. Like, there's actually a checkbox for like, am I monogamous or non-monogamous? So you can search by it instead of just having to read everyone's profiles and look for it like you used to have to do. What would you look um, for, like? <laughs> right. well, I don't even know what you'd look for. My long walks on the beach and going on dates <laughs> with other people. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's also a new one called Open uh, yeah. that just, I think it might even still be in beta testing, um, but a new one that's kind of intended for more flexible ways of specifying things like your gender and your hmm. sexual orientation and stuff like that. Oh. Um, does allow you to link your profile to someone else and try to find dates as a couple or as an individual. Oh, wow. Which I feel like is what a lot of people think polyamory is, even though, like I was saying, realistically, polyamory is having multiple relationships at the same time and your partner's also doing that. And it's not so much about couples going and finding a third. Yeah, yeah, But that's the idea that like every fucking news place that comes to us wanting to like interview us or talk to us, they want to talk about couples finding thirds. And we're like, that's not what what most actual polyamorous people do. I I think I'm polyamorous. Because yeah. right now, my boyfriend's out with his best friend and they're wandering around. And I'm happy about that. Yeah. Right. So I'm polyamorous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I believe you. Relationship yeah. I'm totally yeah. fine. I'm totally fine with him being with this guy for hours, whatever. Right. What, ab- what about your like transition into this? Like, I mean, you're, you're hosting this podcast. Like, were you always like a very open kid growing up? You were yeah. a religious kid for a while. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty religious growing up, but I was, I've always been pretty open about talking about things. I, I think it was something that particularly stood about, stood out with my male friends is that I was I would kind of end up being the guy friend that you could talk to about the stuff that's a little more vulnerable or a little more intimate or mm-hmm. whatever. I guess. So I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I don't know why I had that quality. That just kind of happened. I, it wasn't like I set out with that as my goal. Um, but that's just kind of what happened. Um, so I guess because of that, I nice felt gush. more comfortable, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. was that really a surprise to anyone when you started going down this route? Of doing a podcast? No, no, no. <laughs> Opening up. <laughs> no, it was a surprise to no one. Yeah. That surprised no one. Yeah. I wanted to do a podcast for a long time. So. <laughs> uh, doing uh, polyamory. Yeah, and, um, taking an alternative lifestyle. Um, I don't think anyone was surprised by it. But you were engaged like... What? At 23. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was just, like I said, a, d- a different time. I was, I was 23, too. Yeah. Married at 23. Wow. Yeah. Got engaged at 23, and we broke up like a year and a half later. 
um, before getting married. Oh, gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, but I mean, sure, that was forever ago. Um, so wait, so yeah. why did you break that off? Um, I didn't. Uh, it was it, it was one of those like I love you, but I don't think I'm in love with you anymore kind of things. Where I, I honestly think a little bit similar to what Emily and I were describing oh, of yeah. that like I love you and things are great and we get along so well, but there's like a something I'm looking for that I'm not getting. It is interesting that like that in order to like get married, people are like, well, you need to have that extra passion spark thing, which I think is fine and understandable. But after a a long period of time, it's probably challenging to like always find that. That's why there's like 10 million books out there about like how to keep the spark alive and stuff. Cause it's like, yeah. Most common question we get. Yeah. So what what would your tips be for the couple that says, ah, you know, sex, she doesn't really want to do it as much as I want to do. What do we do? I mean, I'm going to answer your question way more real than, than you probably were expecting. Oh, no, I love no, real. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that there's been research that's shown that relationships where there are no consequences for saying no to sex will tend to have sex more often. There are no consequences to saying no to, t- to sex. Right. That if, if, if we're in a, we're, say we're married uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm like, hey, let's, uh, you want to, you know, get it on. And, uh, and you're like, I don't know, I'm not feeling it tonight. If it's like, okay, no, that's, that's fine. Like that's, and that's actually fine. We're more likely to have sex just in general if our relationship is built on that kind of communication as opposed to being the ones where it's like and like now i'm kind of pouting around the house about it or i'm making you feel bad about it or pressuring you or something you're not gonna fucking want to go back to that and be like oh i want to fuck now well and then also the other person usually who is doing the pouting or being upset Mm -hmm. is probably not gonna always want to come forward and say like hey do you want to do this for fear of being rejected as well so 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 in terms of like that that question though if the, so I'm just saying the husband, say the husband right. he wants to have sex more and the wife doesn't and she's not pouting about it because she, she just says no. Uh, mm-hmm. So how does that feed into what you're just trying to explain? I think that it's, unfortunately, I think if you're like really at that point, you've got some work of kind of undoing probably some years of that situation of yeah. of it not being okay to say no which ironically will make them say no more <laughs> rather than less got it, got you it. know and like kind of trying to get to the bottom of communicating about that and um we have a thing that we sort of put together by combining some other techniques oh, yeah. and things called radar which is this like monthly relationship check-in mm. uh, and, and sex is one of the things that you talk about during that and it gives you a time to talk about things like sex or to talk about arguments you've had or family, in-laws. Right. Yeah. It gives you a time to talk about that when it's not, we're right in the middle. Yeah, of, right, right. It, yeah. Does it, is it an acronym for something? Yeah, yeah. It's the acronym for like the steps of it. So you review the past month, you agree the agenda, you discuss it, you make action points that are actual like actionable things you can check in next month. And then at the end you reconnect. Mm. which can be like appreciating each other or cuddling or having sex or, oh, you know, wow. whatever it is. You guys should write a book yeah. about that. Yeah, we, we are. We are. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> is the name of the book Radar? No, it'll, it, it's kind of a... I title yet. Yeah, that's a good question. It's going to be like a I bunch mean, of different tools and yeah, things. Yeah, it's more comprehensive, like all of our stuff that we've done on the show over the last five years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not called Fuck, Fuck, <laughs> Fuck, uh, what is it? Fuck, Fuck Games. 
date. This is your own book title. No, this is fuck great. Game, fuck games, date a cougar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Literally your own book title that you could not remember. Well, it's a new title. Just, it just happened. <laughs> Does this book it's exist or you're, yeah. you're writing this book right I'm now? I'm writing it. Oh. Okay, okay, great. Okay. name at, at Cam's suggestion. <laughs> oh, there we, you go. We saw on the New York Times bestseller list, there was like two books that had fuck in the title. I figured, yeah. well... I'm oh yeah, take, like, uh, like the Mark Manson, the book. subtle art of not giving, not giving a fuck. A fuck. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. And yeah. then I think there's another one too. It's like the something oh, yeah. else about Get everything's fucked. fucked. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fucked. Yeah. Which that was his it. other yeah. his newer stuff. So book. you're gonna see yeah. my Mark book up Manson. there if yes. I can remember the name of it. <laughs> so <laughs> what what books do you guys recommend? Dedeker's book. Dedeker's book. <laughs> oh, Dedeker wrote a book too? Yeah. Called, is it book. Fuck, fuck, fuck Games? It's, no, it's, The Smart Girl's Guide to Polyamory. What is it? The Smart Girl's Guide to Polyamory, colon. What is it called? Everything you need to know. Everything you need to know about relationships so. but never wanted to ever, yeah, no, ask or oh, I don't know. That's like a book in the title. Yeah. There's a lot of names. No, it's just called It's just called The Smart Girl's Guide to Polyamory. Okay. There's a subtitle that's long. By Dedeker. But what if it's a guy? Yeah. Can a guy read it too? Uh, yes. Yeah. A guy the, can definitely read it. The book is called that, but it's equally applies to anybody. It yeah. just was written that because no one else had really made a book that was kind of um, about polyamory catered to women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though most of the authors about polyamory are women. Yeah. Um, and most of the like leaders in the polyamory world are women. But people still think of it as a thing for men, a thing that benefits men more than women. Whoa. Even though because guys ma- want to get off and they want to have yeah. multiple partners, because and they people wanna, think it's yeah. that. Well, exactly. is it true? Is it true that men are like hornier than women? No. No. I wanted to ask you: Do you think that it's a biological <laughs> preference to to be polyamorous versus? That is a good question. Is that is question. like the debate. I know. Yeah. yeah are people inherently polyamorous or not? Like, mm-hmm. are they inherently gay or straight? Yeah. And I feel like that question about like, is someone inherently gay or straight was something that I remember like growing up, that question was asked a lot. In it was the like news. in your genes. Right. Is it, is it, oh, we found this gene for it. And then someone mm-hmm. else being like, oh, but no, like also your upbringing has this factor. And it was all because the the reason why people cared so much about that question is because if you're born that way, it must be okay. And if you're not, then it must be bad. Yep. And like, so, otherwise you're choosing to live this life of sin. So, right. But who cares if right. we choose that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like now we don't ask that question as much about being yeah. gay or straight. It's yeah. just like, well, it doesn't matter though. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah. I'm curious, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I think we have a similar thing with polyamory because yeah. polyamory, unlike being gay is not legally protected at all. Like I could get fired from my job for it. Polygamous or polyamorous? polyamorous? Polyamorous. You can't. Polygamy is illegal. I do want to be clear on that yeah. for our listeners here. Being different. married to yeah. more than one person at a time is is illegal in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but you said it, you could lose your job by being polyamorous. Yeah. Like there's no legal protection. Same as like for being kinky. Like if your boss or some coworker found out that you're into rope play or something and they were upset by that, you could get fired and have no legal recourse. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, same with polyamory. It's not a protected thing like your race is, like your sexual preferences, like yeah, your gender Yeah, it's not saying is. you're I discriminating see. against me yeah. for X. So there's no anti-discrimination yeah. for things like kink or gotcha. polyamory or, Open, you know. Yeah, relationships. Yeah. Whereas there is for religion or, or race or sexual yeah. Uh, identity. Yeah. Uh, if people wanted to, we unfortunately have to wrap things up. 
<laughs> but we will we'll stick around and do a little Patreon bonus episode. Yeah, yeah totally. Be, so if you want heavy. to, our wonderful <laughs> listener, want to hear more from Emily and Jace, get on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And then how do people find you guys? Uh, well, multiamory.com. Um, the Multiamory podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, everywhere. Uh, and then also Instagram at multiamory underscore podcast. Ooh. Twitter at multiamory. <laughs> yeah, just search multiamory. Is it multi-amory. just multiamory? Yeah. It. yeah. Um, and then what else? Yeah, patreon.com slash multiamory. We have right. a lovely community of Patreon listeners. Um, and they actually, you can become like one of our best friends and go on our <laughs> private Facebook group, uh, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. it's a great community. We need to, we need one of those communities, mother. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna join and I want to be part of that. And community. I want to be part of your community. <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you guys so much thank for coming you. on. Yeah. So thank you both so much. Thank you so much. So fun. This was a great podcast. Oh, one more thing. Yeah. Make sure to go and check out the Multimer Podcast to hear us on their podcast. Oh, right. yes. Yeah. Yes. We that had was a, a lot of fun. Wonderful time talking about it. Okay, that's enough. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.